Welcome to Root Words, a podcast that explores agriculture and cooking's role in connecting us to our landscape and our communities. I'm Stephen Abatel. Root Words is a collaboration between Vermont Farmers Food Center, Shrewsbury Agricultural Education and Arts Foundation, and many other community members. The project began in 2017 and was made possible by support from the National Endowment for the Humanities, as well as from this community. Throughout this podcast, you're going to be hearing stories from people around the Rutland County region in the heart of Vermont, a region rich in agriculture, family farms, a region that's a pastoral working landscape. These stories are going to be each little windows into what a regional food system really looks like on the community level. We're excited to introduce you to some passionate folks working with the land and with food and bringing communities together. So please pull up a chair and enjoy. We ended last season with a look at indigenous food sovereignty in Vermont. On this episode, we're going to take a closer look at the Seeds of Renewal and Alnobawi projects, which uncover and collect important Abenaki heritage, making it accessible to strengthen contemporary Abenaki foodways. We'll hear from Chief Don Stevens. Yeah, I'm uh, Don Stevens. I'm uh, chief of the Nalhegan Band of the Cusack Abenaki Nation. And Morgan Lamphere of Alnobawi. Uh, we are from the group Alnobawi. Uh, we're a nonprofit that's dedicated to preserving uh, Abenaki culture and traditions. After a harsh winter, a flood, a wildfire, a seed brings hope, the promise of a fruitful future. A seed is life and potential. But to Chief Don Stevens, a seed is so much more. When you have a when you have a corn seed, when you hold hold a corn seed or a bean in your hand, I ask students, "What do you see?" They say, "Life, potential, food." All those things are exactly right. However, you know how we look at things. The corn mother gave herself so we may eat thousands and thousands of years ago and gave those corn seeds, the creator gave those seeds to the corn mothers and her family to grow food. Someone had to tend to that crop as if it was their own family and take care of it, weed it harvest it, keep it from the critters eating it, and then replanting it year after year after year after year. And then give it to their family, their children to do the same, and their children's children, until it got to us in our hand. There is a chain of custody from that seed that you hold in your hand back to the creator who gave you that gift thousands of years ago. Every time I hold that seed in my hand, I am also touching thousands of my ancestors who cared for that in order for me to have it in my hand. Because what would have happened if they would have discarded it? It'd be lost forever. That's how we relate to our food systems. That's how we relate to our food sources. It's not just what you see in front of you. It is all of it that goes behind it. 
Yeah, well, the Seeds of Renewal project is headed up by um, Fred Wiseman. Uh, I believe it's out of the Vermont Indigenous Heritage Center that um, Fred operates out of. And uh, that, that project uh, was to reclaim our ancient seeds that were indigenous to Vermont, like Morrisville sunflowers and Montpelier squash and and Kosa corn and other types of um, seeds that our ancestors grew that were conducive to our body and our and our digestive systems. Um, there was only a finite amount of seeds, so. Um, through the Seeds of Renewal project was to work with different people to grow out those crops to keep them genetically pure. Uh, so that way we would have our ancient seeds and to um, continue to expand on that. The Seeds of Renewal project was founded in 2012 as an outgrowth of the research conducted for the four Abenaki tribes Vermont state recognition petitions. The project today is based in the Vermont Indigenous Heritage Center in the Burlington Intervale, where they offer classes and workshops such as Wabanaki Seed School. Seeds of Renewal's current focus is the Abenaki Year Program, which aligns agricultural practice and ceremony with their appropriate time in the ecological year to develop an agricultural calendar that can be practiced in an indigenous environment. The project has found about 25 different cultivars that are indigenous to the area and rediscovered regional growing methods such as mound planting and linear mounds or Marseno agriculture. They also identified ongoing garden forestry and berry patch management. Seeds of Renewal assembles seed packets and gives them to a number of indigenous tribes here in Vermont as well as in Maine. They try to locate seeds that originate within a 150-mile radius. The Seeds of Renewal team considers themselves stewards of the seeds, but happily pass on that stewardship for the folks that will actually work the seeds into agricultural use, how they see fit. Many of the seeds end up in Abenaki landlink gardens, which we will hear more about in future episodes of RootWords, so stay tuned. After completing the initial project goals of rediscovering seeds and building up a regional seed bank, Seeds of Renewal has expanded into work around traditional agricultural practices. The project has demonstrated that indigenous agriculture is actually a form of permaculture. For example, the traditional way of raising corn is on a corn hill. It's a mound that can be between four and six feet in diameter and maybe a foot and a half tall. The mound is permanent. The project has found that, traditionally, a person would start mounds when they're young, with their young family, and they're small because the family's need is small and because children need to be able to tend to the center of the mound. You might start with 77 small mounds, with a lot of space in between them at first. As the family grows, they would grow their corn mounds. These no-till mounds would stay in the same place and be fertilized with fish and seaweed when and where possible. Squash was trained to fill in the inner mound areas to cut down the needs for weeding and dissuade critters. This type of practice has holistic benefits, exercise and nutrition, family bonding, as well as spiritual and environmental. On a beautiful early autumn day this September, I traveled to the Abenaki Landlink Harvest Festival hosted by Al Nubawi, NOFA, and the VYCC Farm in Richmond. 
The Harvest Festival is an important part of the Abenaki agricultural calendar, and this event created a space for Abenaki people to gather and celebrate, and for the general public to learn more about Abenaki culture and foodways. Quay Queen, you don't bah. Hello, friends. I'm Chief Don Stevens of the Nulhegan Band of the Kusuk, Abenaki Nation. I'd like to welcome you here uh, to our harvest celebration. About four years ago, we started working with uh, Sterling College and uh, started to, we wanted to work with the Seeds of Renewal program to get um, our ancient seeds back and to grow those and provide those seeds and the produce to our citizens so they would eat something that our ancestors ate and our bodies were used to it. So four years ago, we started with Sterling College to do that seed bank program and started growing uh, uh, crops. And the first year was just to really gather the seeds. And uh, then, the, then the second year, we started to produce more food and we started educating the Sterling College students about our crops, what they meant, and, uh, and also distributing the uh, seeds and also the produce to um, to our citizens so they had something to eat over the winter and uh, traditionally at the end of the uh, the year we would have a harvest celebration we would all gather uh, after and help uh, produce our foods you know uh, basically process them for the winter and it's our types of corn the callus flint corns uh, and the uh, coasuck corn and uh, and there's uh, those are little ones that are that are unique to us in Vermont. So part of that harvest was to not only thank Mother Earth, you know, the the ancestors and the spirits who helped us grow the food. Not only thank them for for providing that food for us, we would also take the time to get together before the long winter hit to be able to share the foods and put it up, like I said, to process it so we had something to eat. It is our time of celebration, our time of gathering, and we just want to provide El Numbaiwi, uh here, that's here today, is gonna to do the corn celebration. Welcome everybody. Um, my name is Morgan Lanfear. Uh, we are from the group El Numbaiwi. Uh We're a nonprofit that's dedicated to preserving uh, Abenaki culture and traditions. Um, our focus of our mission is to learn uh, amongst our culture and share that within our culture and with the greater community. The way we can actually usually continue to do that is uh, by partnering with great uh, folks like NOFA and uh, the location today, the Vermont Youth Conservation Corps and with Nohegan and Alnobaiwi. Um, we have members from all four different Vermont Abenaki tribes, Missisquoi, Nohegan, uh, Elnu, and Coas. And we try to be a safe place for folks to come and to learn and share and that's how we can truly kind of heal by coming together. So uh, a lot of times uh, we would have quite a few people and so we would have uh, some women who would sing through the, uh, the corn dance. We would have an elder and a youth kind of showing some of that continuity. And so the women would dance with the corn with four different ears of corn. Yanigawe, 
Uh, we would bring a uh, youth would bring an elder out to inspect the ears of corn during the music. The elder will inspect the ears, and not liking most of the ears, then we'll finally approve the last one. We sing a victory dance uh, song. back uh, and usually do some type of uh, social dance like around the um, around the corn to kind of give it some of our communal energy this is in reverence and reference to uh, corn mother and the first part which is referred to as the death song that's what you're saying um, like that mother Yanigo is so we're going to leave you with one more song. This is a traveling song uh, that was taught uh, by uh, Chief Roger Longtoshian. And it's uh, one of my favorites. For Chief Don Stevens, Traditional Abenaki crops provide an important on-ramp for the community to re-engage and celebrate Abenaki culture and traditions. Well, people will be more invested. If you're Nalhegan and you have Nalhegan corn, right? People are invested in that because it is who you are. It is coming from your ancestors who created, were given that corn just like the first one, right? Because that was so important to us, maybe they would grow it or hand it down or grow it even for the sake of it being Nalhegan and then using it. So it's, it's investing people into our food sources and getting them connected to that source. Saving seeds from this year's crop for next year is one of the oldest ways that communities have planned for and preserved their future. Seeds of Renewal is adding a modern research component to plan for the future we face today, to build food system resiliency in the changing climate. Because Abenaki crops were grown in the region during both the medieval warming period and the Little Ice Age, they may have a climate resiliency coefficient built into them. Some of the crops can grow as far north as Newfoundland and as far south as Georgia. The project has set up three experimental fields to test different ways of growing on mounds. Some varieties of beans from the south shore of the Gulf of the St. Lawrence have shown to germinate in soil that is colder than commercial beans. Properly mulched, they may keep producing into November. The experimental work around stretching the growing season may provide invaluable in the face of a changing climate. Seeds of Renewal has completed gene sequencing of the identified Abenaki beans finding that they've all been interbred together for a long time, perhaps a thousand years. Now they're starting to work on sequencing the corn, and they hope to move on to the squash. The next goal is to conduct dietary analysis on the three sisters' crops for calorie and micronutrient content, so they can be compared with other diets. Seeds of Renewal has provided the impetus for a Vermont Abenaki culinary renaissance. Chef Jesse Lawyer, who we heard from in episodes 4 and 10, 
is busy recreating traditional Abenaki recipes as well as elevated contemporary indigenous cuisine. If you haven't heard those episodes, check them out and see what Jesse's up to in the kitchen. Folks in the Landlink and Tribal Garden projects are growing out the traditional crops and sharing them with friends, neighbors, and their communities. And Alnobawi has brought together folks from each of the state's recognized tribes to rebuild the Abenaki agricultural calendar, putting the planting, nurturing, and harvesting of the crops into a ceremonial cycle which includes the green corn ceremony and harvest ceremonies building the ceremonial and ritual aspects of the food system. We're doing it because we're moving forward and we are in tomorrow's history. We are making history today for our children tomorrow. So it's like a living document, but it's a living physical thing like corn or like we're producing something here, hopefully that out survives us, that lasts on for our children. And uh, that's, that's what it's trying to do is we are still here. We are still developing things. We are still adapting to the situation we're in, especially climate. We have to adapt or else, you know, crops won't be able to survive the, you know, the growing season. So we have to start now while we have a chance. This episode of Root Words was produced by Stephen Abatel. Special thanks to Chief Don Stevens, Morgan Lamphere, and the folks at Seeds of Renewal and Alnobawi. For more information on these projects, and to see upcoming events, check out alnobawi.org, spelled A-L-N-O-B-A-I-W-I dot O-R-G. You can learn more about Chief Don Stevens and the Nulhegan Band of the Abenaki's work for food sovereignty online at abenakitribe.org. Our musical themes are by the Salt Ash Serenaders. We are a project of the Vermont Farmers Food Center, and sage. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our local food system. We'll catch you next time on Root Words.